Thanks for tuning in. You're listening to Chick Chatting with Yolanda Renee. Okay, so I've missed a week. I was spending time with my newly born grandbaby. Uh, so now that makes me a two-time Gigi. For those of you that don't know, Gigi means gorgeous grandma. Okay? <laughs> so, uh, not to toot my own horn, but let's give it up one time for one of the finest looking grandmothers you've ever seen. Okay? Today, I want to talk a little bit about attention-seeking behavior. Now, I know I'm a little late with the subject matter, but I just want to touch on Lizzo's attire over at the Lakers game uh, about a week ago. So unless you've been hiding under a rock, then you know that she arrived at the Lakers game with a black distressed dress uh, with black thongs on. Now, the dress had two holes cut out in the back where her buttocks were completely showing virtually and you could see you know her butt cheeks and you could see her thong now i'm all for us wearing whatever it is that we choose to wear that's not my gripe here the question though is was that really the appropriate attire to wear at a sporting event what goes through a person's mind when they decide that that's the appropriate outfit to wear to the basketball game? Like you decide, yep, I'm going to show up to this basketball game with my ass out. Like literally my ass cheeks hanging out of this dress with my thong showing. Like that's the perfect outfit. You know, so unless she was trying to get the attention of one of the basketball players like maybe that was her end game other than that i just don't see that being appropriate at all now i do know for myself of some years back i had tickets to a basketball game and um we were living in chicago it was the celtics playing the bulls i believe and at any rate, this was like one of my first games you know, I was going to. And I was single then, well, freshly uh, separated from my now ex-husband. And I said, oh, I'm going to get this. You know, I show up and I wear heels all the time. But I, I had on um, jeans, a t-shirt, and I had my heels on. I was looking real cute. And my kids, of course, made fun of me like, mom, why are you going to, you know, the basketball game with heels on? Like, you need to have tennis shoes on. And I'm like, no, I want to stand out. I don't want to look like everybody else showing up with their Jordans or their tennis shoes on. No, I want to be the one that stands out because I was trying to catch me a basketball player. So that was my reasoning for that. So maybe that's why she decided to show up to the game. You know, maybe she was trying to get her a basketball player, you know, because otherwise that doesn't make sense. I know when I decide to plan for an event, whether it is a basketball game, a, a wedding, whatever the case may be, as you see, I did with, you know, that particular basketball game I went to. I pre-plan what am I going to wear. And depending on the event, it will dictate what I'm going to wear. So, you know, that's 
my decision making. <laughs> Lizzo received a lot of backlash for her attire, along with a lot of uh, nasty comments, etc. And so she addressed them uh, via Instagram Live, and she was pretty much telling people how she really didn't give a darn about what they thought and um, how she's very comfortable with her body, etc., etc. And she, point blank period, was not sorry about her outfit at all. You know, so I like how she's so confident about her body. You know, like she's just comfortable in her own skin. And that's how we all should be no matter what size we are small medium big large whatever the case may be we should all have that type of confidence we should all aspire to have a level of confidence where we're comfortable in our own skin there's a time and a place for everything um and again the basketball game was not the time to wear a cutout dress showing your ass and thongs. Now, if you are going to a strip club or nightclub or whatever like that, then rock out, do your thing. But that game should not have been the place for that particular dress. And let's be honest, if that was me or you that had that dress on attending the basketball game, we surely would have been escorted out. I cannot even see that they would let us through the door looking like that. Now, maybe this was part of some type of publicity stunt. Maybe she has a new album coming out. You know, who knows? But I can bet a million dollars that if you or I showed up in that outfit, we would have surely been escorted out of there and told to change. So the second part of this conversation, I want to talk about J.R. Smith. Now, J.R. Smith used to play for the Cleveland Cavaliers. He's married. Uh, he was married back in 2016. And recently it came up that he's having an affair with an actress named Candace uh, Patton. I didn't know anything about the affair until I stumbled upon an Instagram video of Jewel, who is J.R. Smith's wife, uh, just pretty much talking about how everyone had been contacting her about the affair. And um, then mm. she's talking to God, asking him what she should do. And God told her to mm. pray. So she's saying like, okay, well, to pray, yeah, she could pray. She does, she does that all the time. So, you know, she was pretty cool with that. Well, then um, I guess, and I'm paraphrasing here, that uh, God told her to uh, pray publicly about, you know, this whole situation. And that's what she began to do on Instagram live. Now, as I watched that uh, video, I was thinking, hmm, this is very interesting. Uh, I'm the last person to tell anybody what God told them to do. 
okay i'm not that person but i was just looking at the video and i was just thinking that is just so interesting that god would tell you to get on instagram live and pray for your husband and call out this mistress too you know now granted everyone knew about the mistress apparently because you know it was all over social media etc but you know nonetheless she prayed for um her husband she prayed for uh uh the mistress per se and pretty much saying how um uh candace is pretty much misguided and otherwise because if she wasn't she wouldn't be after this married guy and how she wanted the angels to go and um you know go and protect her husband and this that and the third you know it was a good prayer overall i was just really shocked that that's you know the route she took like okay god tells us to do different things so you know who am i to say that he didn't tell her to do that but it just seemed odd to me nonetheless uh like the next day i i was on social media and i happened to see that um jr smith actually responded to the allegations of the infidelity and um if you have not heard this uh prayer or if you want to um listen to the prayer that jewel did for uh jr smith and candace uh you can youtube it because it's all over yeah. youtube but anyway this right here really got me when I read um, what J.R. Smith said, and I'm going to read this verbatim. He said, IG, he said, IG ain't a place for relationships, but God told me to tell y'all I've been separated for months. He doesn't understand why his child failed to mention that. That is all. So his child in this particular case means his wife, who, of course, said, you know, she's a child of God, you know, as we all are. And that's what she, you know, that's what he was referencing. And I was thinking, oh, my goodness. Like, that is kind of just, like, embarrassing. It's embarrassing, for one, because, you know... Jewel was on live pretty much praying for herself, her marriage. You know, she is hurt and she wants to save the marriage. And then to turn around and your husband that you're praying for turns around and pretty much says to everybody, like, I don't know why you didn't tell everybody that we're separated. Because if you listen to the prayer, you would it would lead you to believe that they are still together. Now, granted, they are still legally married. But when I listened to that, I literally w- was thinking 
that they're in the same house together, etc. And they're really both trying, you, you know, wanting to work this out. So to turn around and he, you know, put out what he did, I was just like, dang, that's a slap in the face, you know, which again brings me back to my original point when I was so shocked that she was doing that prayer live on Instagram because it was almost like I and I hate to say this but you know attention seeking like you know you want people to feel sorry for you and you want to bring a awareness and shame to you know the mistress uh Candace and to J.R. Smith. It's like you were um you know just trying to call them out publicly embarrass them. I don't know. And that's the part that I don't think is godly. I mean, I personally don't think that God would tell you to do something like that that would publicly embarrass somebody. You know what I mean? It's bad enough, and I get the situation is not ideal at all, but, you know, um, I guess we all handle things differently. I just feel so... I just really empathize, you know, with her because that's a bad spot to be in. And now, you know, with J.R. Smith's comment, that was like just a public slap in the face to her while she's on here, you know, bearing her soul to the whole world about, you know, how she wants her marriage and, you know, all this and that. And then he to get on there and just take it so lightly, like, you know, he doesn't even care, you know, that's like, um almost like begging a man to be with you kind of thing you know like you're on there you want him to see you praying for him and all this and that at the end of the day look you cannot force a man to be with you you just cannot i don't care what and and furthermore you shouldn't want to be with a man that does not want to be with you and one thing we have got to stop doing is you know doing things and then saying that god told us to do it you know what i mean because sometimes god didn't have anything to do with the choice we made as the wife, Jewel has every right to fight for her marriage. After all, that is her husband. So, I mean, she can, by any means necessary, she wants to pray, you know, do so. But we have to know when to walk away. Like, when is enough enough? And not to put anyone's business out there, but word on the street is this is not the first time that this has happened. So we have to be cognizant of that how long are we going to deal with the same thing before, you know, we decide to take a, a real stand? Um, we can't just have ourselves out here looking 
like a clown. You know what I mean? It's like, no, it's disrespectful. I remember um, back in the day when I was married, we were separated, living in different states, and we decided, oh yeah, we're going to try to reconcile and work it out. Well, in the midst of all that, I found out that my uh, husband was seeing someone else. And um, I found out really, I kind of was suspecting it, but of course he lied every chance he get. And so I would, um, I had his password into his phone. So you know how uh, you can enter the password, passcode to get someone's messages from any phone, as long as you know the phone number or whatever. So that's what I did. I dialed into his phone, went into the voicemail and got the messages. And, um, I would just say little things to see, get him to say stuff. And he never would, of course, but, um, then it, it finally came out and I, I, made it very clear that I was aware of what was going on and some kind of way I can't remember exactly but this girl called me and oh no she didn't she okay this is what happened I called her actually I called her and she didn't answer the phone and I can remember um when I she ended up ringing the phone back that's what it was and so I answered and she's like, oh, did you call me? And I let her know what I, who I was. I'm like, oh, yes, I did call you. And I said, you know, I'm uh, Bob's wife. <laughs> and, um, you know, we are reconciling our marriage. We're trying to work it out. And I'm asking you to take two steps back so that we can figure this thing out. And if you, if it's really truly meant for you guys to be together, then you will be. And if not, then, you know, so be it. But you need to step back, right? I mean, we have these five children. We had been together, you know, ugh, by then. I probably like, um, we were probably married then for like 10 years or so by then. But, and I'm being woman enough just saying hey step back and this bitch tells me no she was not going to step away you know she was pretty much gonna fight for him and i'm just holding this phone like is she serious and so i said okay got it uh, you keep on, you know, doing whatever you do. I said, but every time uh, I see him, I'm going to screw him just so you know, because he is my husband, you know, and I hung up on her. Like, I just could not believe, like, are you kidding me right now? You sound like an idiot, but that is, and so Jewel talking to these women who like, go get your own man. And that's the thing about this whole being separated thing. It's like, this is specifically why I will not talk to a man that is separated. You know, you have to be fully divorced because it's it gets too squirrely, you know? So J.R. Smith is, you know, he's saying that he's separated and in his mind, he's not cheating. 
But really, it is cheating because, well, morally, it's cheating and legally, you're still married. That person can come back at any given time and, you know, take half of your assets or whatever. It's just the right thing to do is to divorce. If you're not, if you know that you're, you don't want to be together anymore, then you, you need to uh, legalize the divorce. Don't stay separated for 20 years. I know generations before me, getting a divorce was not a priority. For example, I know a few people who were married but separated for over 10 years and in long-term relationships with with other people. And unfortunately, for one of those situations, uh, the guy passed away and then the uh, estranged wife for 20 years came back and took everything from the long-term girlfriend like the house and all the assets because she was legally entitled to it so all I'm saying is that piece of paper will protect your assets like that's why I say don't stay separated for 20 years and don't stay in a relationship with a guy for over 20 years that you know is really committed legally to someone else. So some key takeaway points would be, uh, for one, as women, we have to stop bestowing hurt upon one another. And you uh, deciding to get emotionally tied to someone that's already connected or committed to someone else is hurting someone else and you can't build a life of happiness predicated off of someone else's misery um the same way you get him or her is possibly the same way you can lose them just don't tie yourself to people that are already committed So today I'm going to do what's called time travel. And that means I'm going to go back to an episode in which I received a question on. And that was for episode four, It's a Date or Naw. Now, if you're not familiar with that episode, um, go ahead and take a listen. But here's the question. We want to know in the beginning of the story, uh, was he cute or naw? To answer the question, yes, he was very handsome. You could tell that he worked out. He had muscles bulging. Very nice looking, clean cut uh, gentleman. (laughs) You too can join in the conversation by sending me an email or voicemail. You can send an email to chickchatting at gmail.com. That's C-H-I-C dot C-H-A-T-T-N at gmail.com. Or if you're listening on the Anchor app, you can leave me a voicemail on the Anchor app at anchor.fm and I'll add it to the episode. Thanks. That's all for now, guys. Until next time, thank you so much for joining Chick Chatting with Yolanda Renee. Bye. (laughs)